0: Hey beautiful people, it is another episode of MedShield Movement Connect show with me, Dr. Fez. Now we're going to be speaking with somebody who's a cancer survivor, but also a CEO and honestly just a wealth of knowledge, Bradley Woodhouse. Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect show, where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fez Mkhize, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. Ali, thank you so much for sitting down. Hi Fez. You have an interesting story, right? You're not just somebody who loves wellness for the sake of loving wellness, I know that you've had the battle that you had with cancer and that helped you reframe and, and have a different perspective when it comes to health
1: yeah that's right so growing up i was always a kind of active kid at the same time I had a lot of medical complications growing up and um, started my young career and then at the age of 24 diagnosed with a super rare but malignant brain cancer um, that I had to go and seek treatment for in the, in the u.s
0: and I I know seeing people especially even older people who have to battle and kind of move through any sort of diagnosis that's chronic or cancer related it almost hits you that you need to figure out how to live life the best way so you can optimize what were some of the feelings you had when they told you that was happening at such a young age and how did that map out how you then moved forward
1: I kind of took the information on as a challenge in the sense that i've always kind of prided myself on being really good at collecting information and collating it and making sense of it mm. and at the same time i was a kind of hypochondriac growing up so i was always scared of cancer and germs and things like that and then obviously to get a brain cancer where if you you know anything about cancers the the average lifespan of someone with cancer is 10 percent of people live beyond five years yeah. So I kind of took the challenge as, what can I do to manage everything that I can? So control the variables that I could and then leave everything else up to fate, right? Mm. So I, one of the kind of key things that I didn't do was that I didn't research what I was diagnosed with, oh, thankfully. Okay. Like literally sure? still to this date, I've never ever researched malignant pineal cytoma because... I I didn't want to see the results of of anyone else's story, right? So I wanted to to say, it's my cancer, it's my problem, it's my body. How do I deal with this? And what do I take on? And how do I make sure that I give myself the best chance of dealing with it? So in terms of a controlled environment, I was like, look, everyone else obviously has their story. But from my perspective, I'm controlling what I can. And I'll give it my best shot. I went on an alkaline diet. I changed my 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 way of exercising and at the same time I also really kind of started focusing on mental health and all of the aspects of mental health before mm. it kind of became a mainstream thing right like I had four brain surgeries the one was a 14-hour surgery where, where they removed 70% of the tumor Um, they they kind of gave me the odds of of waking up before surgery as like 30 percent um that i would come out of surgery Mm. alive and survive treatment and then obviously you're faced with all of these these really kind of formidable odds and yeah I, i have had my bouts of anxiety generalized health anxiety obviously is coming from it i've had um depression obviously having gone through such a life changing situation where 24 year, you're, mm-hmm. you're answering very real questions. Um, and then I think something that I still deal with today, um, is, is PTSD, right? You, you have to lie on a surgery table, you have to say goodbye to your friends and your family, and you have to acknowledge that there is a very high likelihood that you well, might not wake yeah. up. So, and then to go through that four times, um, and now even today when I walk into a hospital, I get something called like white coat syndrome where yeah. my blood, blood pressure, pressure goes, up. Pockets, um, goes up and I start getting anxious and everything like that. So for me, it was just internalizing it, not, not kind of researching it. And at the same time, just getting a tight-knit group of people together that knew what our plan was.
0: That's such an interesting way of approaching it because it almost makes me think of when... People talk about, like say a skier, you don't tell them don't, don't kind of miss the trees or you don't focus on the trees. You tell them go on the path, stay on the snow. You didn't research all of the things that happen to other people and all of the, the side effects perhaps of the medication and everything else. You looked at it as this is me, this is my battle that I'm going to have and I'm going to try optimize. Where do you think that mindset came from?
1: I think it was probably to do with having grown up and faced so many different challenges that were health related, right? Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, I I knew that if I looked at the data, it wouldn't be good. Mm -hmm. So I needed a different true north. And I was like, what do I do to avoid looking at it? And at the same time, what is my objective out of all of this? Like my dad said to me when we took off and we, we flew over to the States, he said, Brady, I'll bring you home. Mm. And for me, that was like, okay, that's what I need to do to, to get it done. And everything that was geared towards that um, is what, what made me so much stronger. I kind of looked at it as, as armor, right? You mm. like make sure that you have a strong support base of doctors, that you have the information coming from your doctors, that you have your friends that you can speak with. And then, at the same time, making sure that everyone buys into that into that yeah. story. And I think also, having been competitive and being a very competitive person, I didn't want to look at anyone else's story. I wanted it to be my challenge and something that I would would be able to to deal with.
0: I love that. And you said control the things you can control. What were those things, and how did you control them?
1: So I I broke it down into into four different things, right? So I broke it down into wellness, exercise, lifestyle and diet mm-hmm. um, and obviously diet is they say it's like 80% of, of the effort right is that you need to make sure that you're putting things into your body that aren't causing free radicals that obviously aren't high in sugar because then it converts to it, it increases your, your acid load on your body mm-hmm. so I made sure that I went on an alkaline diet I became very kind of disciplined in what I ate obviously brain cancer isn't related to it but I was trying to make sure that I wasn't encouraging secondaries with obviously yeah. it being a, malig- a malignant cancer um, and then I was always an active person growing up but I guess that was from an aesthetic um, Perspective, yeah. make sure I, I look okay um, on the beach kind of thing but then you realize that your body and movement has a, a really big knock-on effect to your mental health mm-hmm. and obviously at the time I was going through so many challenges mentally and the only thing that really kind of broke me away from everything was exercise was that release of endorphins mm-hmm. and, and chemicals that that only kind of exercise can give you um, and then obviously at the same time like a, a huge lifestyle change um, I, I used to be quite a big partier quite a big drinker and then that was actually what made me first pick up that something was wrong or actually not pick up that something was wrong so basically for nine months i had been vomiting in the shower every single morning oh wow but i was also working a really high pressure job that was work hard play hard so i just associated me vomiting every morning with potential hangover Mm. um and then eventually one morning um, i was talking to my my pa and i went completely deaf and i went um I lost all movement in my, in my arms um, and then I realized something was wrong. So that, mm. that then made me go to the ENT because I still actually didn't think it was brain cancer. Of course. Um, so yeah, just that was a bit of a segue into, into the lifestyle side of it, was making sure that I, I, I encourage myself to be positive and, and go out and do things. And again, when the likelihood of you making it past three months, six months, a year, five years, is put in front of you, you start to realise that you actually want to do things that create memories, right? Rather True. than that are just some sort of material uh material thing. So I, I really kind of changed tact uh, on on the lifestyle approach. And then and then like I said um earlier, wellness for me was a a really big thing. I, I guess yoga, Pilates, um I started writing like a blog when I went through it all. I had a, a following of like twenty-seven thousand people. That mm. it was literally just me doing brain dumps every day of where I was, mentally, what I was going through, and it was it was a bit cathartic, right? Because yeah. I was able to rationalize everything through writing and then and then deal with it, um, and it all kind of worked together um, in a way that, for better or for worse. Kind of worked for me and, and, I'm, and I'm still here um, twelve years later from oh, yeah. my last of four operations, and I still practice those those things today.
0: If I had to ask you, Brad, I mean at such a young age to you be told these things and then have to shift almost like I was saying you needed to shift, you needed to get things in order. What would be the advice or the things you'd tell the younger version of yourself so that you are more streamlined to get to the point where you are today? Because it feels like you've, you've been able to find the things that work for you. Or do you think that you have to go through that journey to really figure out those things that are important and work when it comes to the things that anchor?
1: I tell this to a lot of people and it, it's a bit of a... A sensitive thing right because everyone has different stories around yep. cancer but for yep. for what I went through and for what I learned I tell people it was a good thing that I that I had cancer and that I went through it mm. but at the same time I wouldn't wish cancer on my on my worst enemy right but through all of it you see the world in a completely different way like I've literally been taken to the brink I've had to sign four different sets of wills and indemnity papers and I've had to say goodbye to my family four times. Mm. So you very quickly are able to decipher whether something is actually going to have a lasting impact on you or not. If I'm having an argument with my wife or if something at work is upsetting me, I very quickly am able to determine is this actually something that Mm. is worth being upset over? Is it actually something that in a day's time in a week's time in a month's time that I'll look back on and say Yeah, that's actually a, a, that was actually worth it yeah. and it, it was justifiable and The advice that I have to take is is firstly Create memories and don't don't collect things in exchange of memories right for me. It's it's always about memories over things and trying to create as many memories that are good and that help you become a better person as possible. Because when you're lying on those tables, any material thing does not go through your mind. True. Very true. Wow.
0: It's it's a strange thing, right, that you now have this clarity, but this clarity was born off you now having to make sure that you battle what was happening. And it, it's... It's so unique because at a time I was in a medical oncology ward and I'd speak to people and they'd tell me very similar things. They'd be like the noise, you, you eventually realize what actually is something you should listen to and what it is you shouldn't. And not every single one of those people did make it, but the ones that do go, well, at least I have that strong sense of clarity. Yeah. And that's what I move forward with. But in your case, you've also then been able to manifest these principles that you can then pass down to people who can then optimize their lives um, through kind of that wellness, the exercise, the, the diet, and everything else. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's a beautiful thing.
1: Cool, thank you. And I think beautiful. for me, the, the point where I realized that it was all worth it was after I'd survived everything other people started coming to me for information. They Mm. said, like, what did you do? How did you exercise? How did you eat? How did you deal with that amount of information being thrown at you that literally your whole world gets turned upside down? And I worked with over 40 different people that had glioblastomas to Mm. chondrosarcomas to testicular cancer to liver and pancreatic cancer. And I imparted knowledge on them. And I guess the hardest thing is that a lot of those people well not a lot but a portion of those people didn't make it right Mm -hmm. and it's a reminder every time that that happens that my story could have been completely different and it just reminds the the mindset is don't take these things for, uh, for advantage because things change quickly I literally went to the doctor for what I thought was a ENT sinus problem and diagnosed with a malignant brain cancer
0: yeah there you have it. I think it's it's also important to take and extract that concept with everything that you do just because you might be battling something and you've heard about concepts around if it's an illness or a condition doesn't mean you're going to go down that path. It's, it's your life. It's how you decide to live it and trying to optimize as best as you can is probably the best advice you can give for everything that you confront in life. Bradley, thank you for sitting down with me. It's been, it's been awesome. Cool. A Thanks, wealth please. of knowledge. Um, and that is another MedShield Movement Connect show. Connecting the dots and hopefully letting you live a better life and optimizing your lifestyle.